It's a pattern that's indelibly etched into his history. When there's a woman, alcohol, a loss of control, Philip Spector pulls a gun. Hey, um, welcome to our podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Kathleen. And this is the Brentwood Blondes. And today is 9-11. Happy 9-11 for our inaugural episode. Happy 9-11. Um, where were you on 9-11? I was in Boston. I was six in first grade. Um, school was immediately canceled. And it, it felt like kind of like a party. Like my, all, my, <laughs> all the kids came over in the neighborhood and stuff. Um, the teacher sat us down the next day and asked what happened and like people were like, oh, like a bank got robbed and all this like wrong <laughs> information. You think that was more damaging? Um, <coughs> I'm stripping my throat. <laughs> it's the moon juice. Um, moon juice is offering a little bit of ash in honor of 9-11 in their smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> there should, there probably is like a healing a um, bit of jet fuel thing in ash. Like if we put ash and shampoo and sold it at the Silver Lake Farmer's Market, people would buy it. Definitely. They would buy it. Um, when stuff shouldn't be, people love like conspiratorial stuff or it's like, oh, like you really should have corn and like uh, you're like laundry detergent, oh, like yeah. you stuff that like shouldn't make sense. You're like, oh, it's a secret, and this has worked all along for uh, the indigenous tri- this indigenous tribe. Right. Yeah, people feel like enlightened because they know the ingredients. That, yeah. Like, are in it. <laughs> That's true. Um. So look out for peanut butter in your toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the charcoal toothpaste thing yet? Uh, yeah. It didn't do anything. It just very 2018. Yeah, it would just like stain my sink. Yes. Unfortunately. And uh, like ruin my relationships because they would be someone would come over and be like, why is your sink so dirty? Yeah. I swear it's the charcoal. Yeah. It looks like you you'd be like, it going between your teeth, look like you're chewing like dip like a yeah. baseball player. A lot of people in Orange County still chew dip. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. My, no. and yeah, in my college classes, there'd be like this kid in the back that would chew dip and talk about how like his mom made more than his dad, and <laughs> it was really. I got a really great education at Chapman really University. Good education. Um, I remember spending in 2017. I think I spent like. $65 on like a glam glow charcoal mask. Oh, yeah, the like, glam glow. It actually worked for my skin for a little while, and yeah. then I think it changed its formula. I think like all yeah. skincare, they can't actually make it work unless then you'll like stop buying it, you know? Yeah. They have to fuck with it unless then they can't make more products. Yeah, so they, it's like Carmex, like one of the ingredients is irritating, everything else is soothing, so you're, you keep reapplying yeah um that's like life right now and just just keep reapplying yeah i have been i like my favorite thing to do is to open reddit or open tiktok and just <laughs> watch people's skincare routines Ooh, that's actually good it's a variation of the same thing because I'm, I'm so jealous of the 12 year olds that know how to do their makeup and I feel like if I want to learn, like, anything new, like, a 12-year-old on YouTube is going to be the one to teach it to me. They seem like they're 
burning off their skin barrier because they're all using like retinol as a tool. That's true. Yeah, there's gonna be nothing you're gonna, left. You're gonna have no epidermis because <laughs> like you're listening to all these like 30 year olds. Should we go warn them? No, and like, they all like have these like DIY micro needles. It's like no. Oh yeah, the, I I bought one and then I lost it. Luckily. Okay, thank God. Like most things. Like most things in LA. Um, we can't have nice stuff. Can't have anything. Um, so the fires are going on? Yeah, we are currently surrounded by fires and everyone's chill. People are still hiking. Raining ash. Raining ash all up and down California. No one actually cares when there's a fire until it's in their backyard. Then they start freaking out. And literally, attention. even if it's their neighbor's backyard, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely, when I was in Carmel during the bad fires, I was like, like being a little bit of an attention whore online. Get sympathy, gain sympathy. Yeah, I think you might have gotten shadow banned because I do not see <laughs> your posts. Maybe, maybe I am shadow banned. I know I was shadow banned when my Twitter name was Misogynist Mary. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> someone on Twitter was like, "This isn't right," and yeah, no one would ever see my tweets. But that's for the best. For the best. Maybe I'd still be in a relationship if <laughs> <laughs> no one ever saw my tweets. Um, but yeah, it's like you. Where you're doing this podcast, you're sacrificing your act, potentially sacrificing yeah. your acting career. I'm giving it all up by doing this podcast, Brentwood Blondes. No franchised agent will ever want to work with me again after, well, actually, maybe the opposite. Once I tell them that I don't think Jeffrey Epstein did anything wrong, maybe they'll be like, she's stick with of, me, kid. She's one of us. <laughs> she's one of us. She gets it. She gets it. Possibly. Um, I, yeah, I actually think. It really does win the respect of old men when you're like, oh yeah, like Woody Allen didn't do anything wrong, and I pre-ordered his autobiography on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Like they really are like, oh, she's not, she's not just another millennial. Yeah, she's one of us. Yeah, it does like shock like the super neoliberal older men too mm-hmm. that are like kind of turfy and <laughs> put up a barrier. Yeah, and you just tear it down in one fell swoop. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's raining ash. Um, should we take a moon juice shot? We should take a moon Let's juice take shot. Take the moon juice shot. I'm taking blue algae. Where are you taking? taking aloe All right. I know mine's gonna taste oh, really bad. Okay. Can you plug my nose? All right. Um, to our podcast. <clears throat> My new trick is to like continue holding my nose closed when I take a sip of the next thing. And just covering your mouth and holding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just tastes so bad. But allegedly, my white blood cells are going to start moving around. <laughs> allegedly. Um, I have been rereading um, House of Hilton and in the 70s with the rich and famous in. Uh, Los Angeles, they would inject lamb urine into oh, their bloodstream okay. to keep them young, and it cured erectile dysfunction. So it, you'd it, have like shamans come over, like Kathy Hilton 
where Kathy Richards, Kathy Hilton's mother, and her like mobster husband, Castain, would buy like thousands of dollars worth of like lamb urine to inject to keep them youthful, which makes no sense. But did it work? <laughs> And no, they were both dead within like the end of the decade. Oh, too bad. I was gonna yeah. say like maybe I should book a retreat at a lamb farm. <laughs> it's like the urine, urine, yeah. We'll just get yeah, collect the urine, collect the urine, sell it. So we have eight minutes. Like, what museums have you gone to here yet? Like, I've done gone to LACMA, but it was literally in the process of being. It was like going to be shut down next week, so David Geffen could renovate it. Oh. Like, he's making it smaller. Somehow. <laughs> That's so <laughs> bizarre. You know, I used to go to the Museum of Death, and it just was horrible for the yeah, brain because there, there was yeah, like it'd be like Manson on a screen describing how he raped someone, and just like photos of serial killers everywhere, and. LA has had a lot of serial killers, but yeah, I don't. I, we haven't had one in a while. Freddie Snell has talked about that, about how like everything was fine in like whatever 1979 or something, mm-hmm. or and then like he turned 16 in 1980 and he realizes like there was like a sniper on like the roof of Neiman Marcus that was picking people off in Beverly Hills in 1980. There was some killer called the Trawler, mm-hmm. and like he realized like LA was like a dark place. Like people were like. There was, like, murders and rapes, and he was, like, oh, like... Gotta go. Yeah, not even, like, yeah, gotta go. He literally fled. <laughs> yeah. He said something, like, really bad. It's going to be in his memoir. Something really bad happened to him at 18 here that mm-hmm. he, he, like, witnessed. Wow. Um, and it was, like, the Billionaire's Boy Club, this, like, Ponzi, Ponzi scheme, and, like, mm-hmm. the leader of it ended up getting murdered. And it was, like, all, like, these, like, guys that went to his high school and other private schools in L.A., um, one of his friends was like a prostitute at 16 and it was like normal and like funny because like you'd make like a lot of money yeah yeah but it was just like oh like he could buy his surfboard yeah he didn't have to ask his parents <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's not like more yeah okay I can just reset say everything I just said there hasn't been a new serial killer. Where are the millennial Gen Z serial killers? <laughs> I think they're just, yeah, they're working like three shifts a day. They don't have time. They need their sleep at night. They can't jump through people's windows like the Grim Sleeper. Yeah. They're like working Uber or like delivering on Postmates. Delivering on Postmates. They simply don't have time. Working virtual retail. <laughs> <laughs> Being a digital marketing consultant. <laughs> Yeah. You can't be a digital marketing consultant and be a serial killer. That's why millennials do uh, mass shootings. They're like, <laughs> it's like it's movie gonna... to TikTok pipeline, serial killer to mass shooter pipeline. Get it all done in one Nin- swoop. 90 seconds and you're <laughs> gone. Um, people psychoanalyze uh, mass shooters and it's just like, it's just condensed. Like, yeah. They're just a... T- they're conscious of time. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it just shows how, like, narcissistic boomers are. That, like, serial killers would, like, choose victims that are similar. Like, do this whole, like, routine and, like, yeah, stalk. Like, go to the woods. Like, <laughs> have a calling card. Yeah, it's like <laughs> old serial killers, like, they had a good, like, 
you won't fail method yeah. in general. We don't have anything like that in any part of our lives. We don't, yeah. You don't even, it doesn't even matter who, like, they kill. They don't, they won't even know, like, their names or anything. Right. Or the news. They won't experience the press. Um, uh, just another way the gig economy is ruining life for millennials, taking away that kind. You don't have to be rich to be a serial killer. Yeah. Like, if we know a serial killer right now, they're probably just super loaded. Yeah. And you can, like, say you're a freelancer, but really you, like, don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. That's the luxury. That's, like, a common LA practice. Something. <laughs> In between jobs, quote-unquote. Yeah. The upper class took from the working class is being a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Guess that's what's left. Um... Just another thing. Well, can't we talk about more things next week? We were talking about more things next week. So much stuff. So much good stuff. So you should definitely listen. And yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. Lana Clarkson. A woman. Alcohol. A loss of control. And Philip Spector reaches for a gun. <laughs>